0: This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, December 16, 2008. I'm Caleb Brown. The Obama economic team may complicate some of Obama's plans for health care reform. That is, if he listens to his economic team. Michael Cannon, Director of Health Policy Studies at the Cato Institute, comments.
1: Barack Obama has said that he wants to reform health care in the United States. He wants to make health insurance accessible and affordable to every American. And he has laid out a plan, a plan that will help him do that. It includes things like an employer mandate. It includes federal funding for things like health information technologies and electronic medical records. It's going to involve a lot of expansions of government programs and some other things. But what's really interesting to me is as the Obama transition team uh, does its work and as President-elect Obama selects his economic advisors, he's made some interesting choices because he's picked some economic advisors that are going to make it more difficult for him to argue for certain elements of his plan. For example, if, if you look at his uh, selection for Director of the Office of Management and Budget, that's a, an economist named Peter Orzag. Now, Peter Orszag's last job was director of the Congressional Budget Office, and while he was there, he issued multiple reports that threw cold water on some of candidate Barack Obama's ideas for health care reform. Barack Obama wants the federal government to either mandate or fund electronic medical records and other health information technologies that will help make care more convenient. It'll help physicians coordinate care, and the, the thought is... That if you've got electronic medical records, you'll be able to bring down the cost of healthcare because there will be less duplication. Because you're, uh, if if your uh, physician loses a test, they won't have to uh, do that test over again. It'll be there, backed up um, electronically. But while he was the director of the Congressional Budget Office, Peter Orszag issued a report that said we can expand health information t- technologies like electronic medical records, but by themselves, that's not going to do anything to contain healthcare spending. The reason is so much thornier issues having to do with how we pay physicians, uh, for example. So unless you change the way that Medicare pays physicians, which actually rewards them for duplication, then you're still going to have the same high spending. And it's much uh, a much more difficult thing to change the way you pay physicians than it is to throw money at electronic medical records. Same thing with another Obama proposal, comparative effectiveness research. This is research that's supposed to tell us whether, which medical treatments work and which ones don't, because we don't have enough information about that. Barack Obama wants the taxpayers to fund this research, but Peter Orzag, while at the head of the CBO, issued a report that said, you know what, that's going to reduce health care spending in the United States, I should say federal health spending, by less than one tenth of one percent. I'm sorry, one, less than one hundredth of one percent. And it's not going, that's not going to take effect until 10 years from now. So uh, Peter Orszag, as the director of the Office of Management and Budget, is actually going to make it difficult for Barack Obama to get those elements of his plan in place. Another interesting selection was Larry Summers. Larry Summers uh, has been uh, named to be Obama's uh, chairman of the Council uh, of—I'm sorry, of his National Economic Council— Now, as I mentioned, Barack Obama has in his health plan an employer mandate that would require employers to offer meaningful coverage to their workers. Larry Summers is a a well-respected economist and has actually written an article about employer mandates. He describes them as, quote, disguised tax and expenditure measures, unquote, uh, that can increase unemployment. And he also says that they can, quote, work against the interests of those who most require the benefit being offered. If this is a disguised tax and expenditure measure that increases unemployment in the middle of a recession, that's a pretty unwise economic policy. So it's interesting that Barack Obama chose Larry Summers to be the head of his National Economic Council. That's going to help people, that that appointment is going
0: to help opponents block one of Obama's signature proposals. But he has chosen to head HHS, Tom Daschle, somebody who has an abiding faith in government agencies to achieve all manner of ends.
1: That's right. Tom Daschle, you might call uh, him Barack Obama's health czar, because in addition to being the head of HHS, Barack Obama has said that Tom Daschle will be running the administration's health care reform efforts, and he's already started doing that. He's asking Americans to have meetings in their living rooms to discuss health care reform and, and and transmit those to Washington, probably so that they can be ignored and the Obama administration can do whatever it wants. Daschle is a very interesting pick because he's not a health care expert. He did write a book with uh, a couple of healthcare experts, uh, but, uh, and he's been talking a lot about healthcare. But I hope he studied healthcare more than he's uh, studied politics. Or if you look at how uh, well he's studied politics in the 26 years that he's been in Congress, it makes you wonder how much he's picked up about healthcare so far. Uh, for example, the uh, signature proposal of Tom Bashel's book is to create a government bureaucracy that they call uh, a health fed. This would be a a bureaucracy that's modeled on the Federal Reserve Board to keep it above politics. And what the health Fed would do is it would decide how much doctors should be paid. It would decide what treatments would be covered under government programs and ultimately under private health insurance. And if Tom Daschle can spend 26 years in Congress and still think the federal government can create a bureaucracy that will manage a $2 trillion chunk of the economy, that's one sixth of the U.S. economy, and that that will be done above politics, well, I, I don't. I I don't know. Uh, uh, I think he should be nominated for a padded room, not for a cabinet position. If he can believe something like that. Even the Federal Reserve is not above politics, as anyone who's been watching this, uh, this financial crisis unfold can see. And Alan Meltzer, an economist who uh, wrote a two-volume history of the Fed, says that even before this financial crisis, the Fed's reputation f- for being above politics is undeserved. So it's just not plausible that, that Tom Daschle or Barack Obama are going to be able to create this sort of health Fed that's going to make our health care decisions for us and, have those dis- those, and take the politics out of those decisions.
0: And what about Jason Furman? He seems to be kind of a mixed bag. Jason Furman is another
1: uh, very sharp economist. He's He was in a, a campaign advisor to President Obama. He's, he's got an independent streak, uh, such as when he criticized or, or when he broke from the left to defend Walmart as being actually a, a, an excellent anti-poverty program. If He said if the government had a, uh, an anti-poverty program that was doing as much to help the poor as Walmart was— we would be hailing it as a success that upset a lot of people on the left but uh, and and Furman has also proposed health uh, healthcare reforms that are really very close to what John McCain is what John McCain proposed in the campaign reforming the way we tax health insurance right now to create uh, a tax credit that's available to everybody so we're not discriminating against people who don't get uh, health insurance on the job but Furman was part of the Obama campaign, which attacked that very proposal that Jason Furman had uh, proposed on his own. So it remains to be seen exactly
0: in which direction uh, he'll be he'll be uh, pulling the Obama administration. What evidence is there that? Obama will actually listen to his economic advisors when it comes to implementing a health care plan.
1: I don't know that there really is any evidence. Certainly, he didn't listen uh, to Jason Furman or pay attention to Jason Furman's writings when he was attacking John McCa- when Obama was attacking John McCain uh, – And uh, the the chief value is not going to be in whether Obama listens to these people. It's going to be in uh, the fact that the value is going to come from uh, people being able to say to President Obama, your own chairman of the National Economic Council calls this a tax on employers. He says an employer mandate will increase the size of government. He says it will increase unemployment. How can you propose this sort of a measure in the middle of a recession? So he really, it's not that he's going to listen to them necessarily, but he will sort of box, or paint himself into a corner, hopefully.
0: Michael Cannon is Director of Health Policy Studies at the Cato Institute and co-author of the book Healthy Competition. You can get your copy at cato.org.